0: When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands. And Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L Y F E L I N. EZ.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the. Um, I was going to say the Shoes Biscuit podcast. Well, in a way, it's the Shoes with Biscuit Podcast, but horses and biscuits. And we definitely need to update that intro. Um, I can hear a bit of an echo in the background. Is someone playing the show as we're uh, recording it? Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, uh, we're live, and uh, it's been a while since we've done this. Um, but we're here today to talk about um, uh, the 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 different things that. Uh, Folks that are attached to um, Henry House are working on. Um, I'm still hearing a bit of echo. Um, it's playing you the show? Have some
1: earphones just in case it's me. Hang on. That's
0: okay. It's fine. Um, so we're here to have a general chit chat, um, and we're here to speak to people that are involved with, with Henry House, Rocking Horse, and the, the different projects that they're working on. We'll also catch up with um, a bit of news with what Rocking Horse has been up to. first, I I thought it would be nice to to go around the room and and for us all to introduce ourselves. Uh, I was going to start with Luke, but he's disappeared um, because he's he's trying to fix our echo problem. Simon Fisher-Becker has been on the show a few times, but it's been a while since we spoke. Um, If anybody doesn't know who you are, would you like to (laughs) um, uh, explain to people who you
2: are? (laughs) um, I mean, uh, yes, Uh, I'm Simon Fisher-Becker, I'm an actor and uh, people uh, know me from... Mostly from Doctor Who. I played Doran Moldavar, uh, um, an intergalactic black marketeer. And uh, some know me as the Fat Friar of Hufflepuff House. Others know me as Tony Pizzacoli from uh, the comedy series for the BBC called Puppy Love. And uh, I've been knocking around doing all sorts of other things as well. Yes. Including working with um,
0: Rocking Horse Media, which is very exciting. Lots of exciting things going on. The echo's gone now. Woo! There we go. <laughs> we can give it. Up. We can uh, definitely celebrate yeah, that because it, it makes things a lot easier.
1: There we go.
0: Now. Yeah, yeah, you sound great, Luke. Um, Luke, uh, how are you? We haven't spoken to you in a while. You've been working on writing um, something that's attached to Rocky Norse and to Henry House. Uh, what? How's that been for you? I
1: mean, Yeah, I've, I've got a, a couple of different bits coming up. I mean, a lot of my my stuff with with Henry House at the moment is the production management. So that's the what everyone else calls the boring stuff, the emails, the phones, the making sure everything runs smoothly. When they go to film stuff, I'm sat often at home, um, waiting for a phone call where say, I don't know, Gavin doesn't know where he's going. He'll phone me up and say, which door do I take? And, and I've got to answer that from several miles away. Uh, and that tends to be, um, my, my job with that, but I've, I've been writing a couple of other bits, um, I'm writing something for BBC Writers Room to apply because that's open for the next month. Uh, I'll stay hush on that because, you know, never know what happens. But uh, mm. yeah, i got a, a, a sort of sitcom comedy drama that uh, I've just finished that you probably won't see unless I end up very, very lucky with the BBC and then you'll see it then.
0: <laughs> what is it like trying to get something commissioned? Is it like throwing a, a, a very small dart or a very big dartboard or a big dart? How does that work? Like, is it really... That hard?
1: Um, In this case, I think probably. So to those who don't know, uh, BBC Writers' Room is uh, a one-month period every year in which the BBC accept unsolicited scripts. Um, Otherwise, you basically have to have written something for them already in order to be considered, which is a kind of Catch-22 situation. Uh, But yeah, once a year, they open up for a month. So it'll be myself alongside probably about five thousand others <laughs> with pilot scripts so i imagine expected. that's a
0: bit a, a bit like done. a pot a, a podcast post where someone says Everybody send sending your links for your podcast i've seen them before and you like there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of links which one do you click on i reckon that's a great
1: occasionally analogy. that works um, one of my favorite podcasts i've discovered that way but it's very very rare um, yeah. and yeah. just so yeah. much so that i i rarely contribute to them because I just feel guilty popping my link in and I'm not looking at anyone else's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. We are getting a lot of noise in the chat at the moment, mainly because our, our guest, Amy, um, Amy Jude, uh, you have a, a, a friend with you and everybody's really interested in your friend, Amy. Uh, Steve Williams says, uh, hello everyone. Um, yes. I hope everyone gets an introduction, including all, all company and pause included. <laughs> your, your puppy there is getting very, uh, popular how are you amy you good has she got us switched off <laughs> i think i think possibly uh, there's a bit of a lag there uh, but uh, let me explain a- amy is a student of performing arts from derwin college He was spotted at a working shop and was offered a part on the spot because of how well she was um now amy um acting is is, is important to you right this is what you'd you like to do Um I I I heard some really good things about you at the at the workshop um and you know you were spotted and offered a part on on the spot which means you must have done a great job and you must have shone uh, you know above everybody else in the room. Um,
1: Gareth just put in the chat that, that Amy's having some sound issues that they're working
0: on behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Okay, well, we'll come back to Amy. but well, I'll let you know that Amy is fantastic. She's also an award winner, so we will definitely circle back to Amy, and we'll definitely get an introduction on the, the, the dog. Um, Oh, have we got audio? Hi, Amy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was technical difficulties. Hello.
0: <laughs> well, we fixed it. Well done. Well done. <laughs> everybody wants to know what your dog's name is.
3: His name is Freddy, and he's only about
2: seven or eight or ten. I I forgot really. <laughs>
0: seven,
3: eight, or ten—that's funny. <laughs> he's a Yorkie poo, and he's very, very clingy.
0: Oh well, he's welcome on the show, so he can walk in front of the camera as much as he likes. Um, I was asked, I was talking about the, the workshop for uh, for Henry House, uh, and how was that for you? Did you enjoy that?
3: Yeah, actually, um, it was was a special day, Um, I was in a good mood, I wore my tiara, Um, they asked me to read a bit of the script, then on the spot, after the class ended, they wanted to speak to me, and I was very nervous, because I've never been around a group of professional actors before, and they said, we would like you to have the role of Lana, and it was on the spot. And it wasn't um, like most girls or boys would, you know, audition for a role like this. And I got it straight on the spot.
0: That must have felt really amazing. First of all, if somebody, you know, if I go to something like that and someone says, uh, "Alex, we need to, we need to speak to you," I'm thinking, "What have I done wrong?" <laughs> what have I done? So to hear that um, must have been really, really exciting for you, um, because you know, usually things like this you have to audition which is a really scary process i think simon can definitely attest for that auditioning is, is, is a scary process so to be offered a role without having to go for that is amazing
2: yeah well effect-
0: effectively the workshop was a sort of audition but uh, yes. uh,
2: but normally a workshop is designed and it's followed by a series of uh fuller audition process but In Amy's case, she's an example of somebody that everybody thought on the spot, yes, this is the person we want to be involved.
1: So so many people have come out of the auditions, of the workshops who have been absolutely fantastic, but are still having to go through those extra stages as we find a character for them or everything else. I wasn't able to be at the workshop because I was was stranded in Liverpool uh, with train strikes. But I I was hearing all the great things about Amy's performance and the fact that basically they they saw it and went well we're going to make a part for her because we want her on board that much which is rare but incredible so yeah I'm very very excited to to see what she brings to the part of Lana.
0: Well, from what I've learned about you, Amy, and from what I've seen and read about you, because you're famous now, you're a, a national award winner. Um, I, I think you're going to bring so so much. To Henry House because you're very animated, very bright, and I think you're gonna, you really are gonna offer so much. But we'll, we'll circle back to you because we want to speak to you about your award. Um, but um, we're getting some nice comments in as well. Let's go to the comments. So, so Kate Harris, is, uh, Karen herself is in the chat. She says hi, Amy, Simon, and Luke, um, and Gareth says. Uh, We all know Simon, our very own legend. It feels awkward to say to someone that we know very well, can you please introduce yourself? Because I know you, Luke knows you, Amy knows you. But maybe there's somebody watching that. I I recorded something recently
1: where I I went to the, the guests who I knew really well and literally, for some reason, I said to them, tell everyone who you are and why they should care. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <That> was... <laughs> <laughs> it's it can it can be uh, two different things you can either go uh yeah that, that's that's luke just that's just luke <laughs> or you can really go too much into it mm. um and in the comments as well um kate says lovely pop amy um long names abby is in the chat she says hi guys uh also very cute dog amy <laughs> dogs getting very, very popular um well, that's the second technical she's Steve, um, while you were sorting out your headphones um, uh, Amy, she said he said, uh, hello everyone yes, I hope everyone gets an introduction in, all, all company and pause included and, and Amy says, uh, Amy's sorting a sound up, which we did and um, Gareth says he loved your tiara and Lana, uh, you're, you're the character who you've landed, definitely needs a tiara do you agree? Uh, yeah,
3: that was my sleeping beauty tiara everyone thinks I look like Wonder Woman because I've got you know, dark hair and it looks like the crown of Wonder Woman. So they just figured, you know, you look like Wonder Woman. But no, it's Sleeping Beauty's crown, really, just because I don't have blonde hair.
0: Wonderful. Well, it uh, definitely helped, I think. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, if you've got talent, you've got it, you know? <laughs> and it definitely shone through. Uh, Joy says, um, well done, Amy. That's amazing. Uh, and Yvonne Icar is in chat with a thumb up. Hey. And uh, Abby says, I-, I can't wait to be able to work with you soon, uh, Amy. And Sarah Mahoney says, uh, hey, everyone. Can't wait to finally meet you all and looking forward to working with you all. Um, and Katie Hudson, uh, J- Katie Jude Hudson says, uh, hi, Amy. Right. We've got lots and lots to get through today um, because there's the... the um, rocking horse is working on so much but what we're here to talk about today is the things that's going on around okay we're going to do this a lot around uh rocking horse people are working on different projects some that spin off from rocking horse some that don't but we are very proud of the people that we work with but first of all i'm going to hand it over to luke to talk about penny for your thoughts um because this is something you've you've been working um on and uh yeah i thought it'd be good to give better for you to explain it than to me kind okay. of fill in the gaps
1: yeah, I mean, I, I once again, um, I'm in the the boring field to everyone else of doing the paperwork <laughs> for it. Um, but um, we've, uh, Penny for your thoughts is a Henry House adjacent um, short film, which has been written by um, Anna Redding, who's a student at Doon College, who's got a long term work experience partnership with us at Rocking Horse, mm-hmm. and so Gareth had the kind of brilliant idea of asking her about whether she wanted to make her. A short film and we could go through the whole process and that—that that is what's happened. She decided to set it within Henry House and to give it the theme of um, short-term memory loss, which I something she struggles with that she's not seen represented properly in the media. Um, and so for the past few weeks, building up, as you can kind of see in, in the photos, if you're watching the video version, um, we, several of us have come in, spoken to her. She's met her composer, she's met her actors... Uh, she's met me, telling her about how paperwork works, which is probably not the most <laughs> thrilling afternoon. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got this this film coming together um, with uh, Kate and Simon are involved, uh, and uh, Brooke Fleming, who also came through the
0: uh, workshop, yeah, is so taking had on had the
1: it. lead um, in, in *Penny for Your Thoughts*. Yeah.
0: It's really important that everybody gets represented. In the right way. I think that's fair to say, you know, and um, you know, when it comes to making films about inclusion that include inclusion, uh, it needs to be in the right setting with the right people. And I think Anna is fantastic. We spoke to Anna on a show a couple of, a couple of shows ago and she's very passionate about what she's doing. Um, but this fits into what you're doing as well with Big on the Inside, right? So, I mean, this is all about le- letting people know that there are people of, of, of different types in the industry and everybody deserves a shot. Uh, yes.
2: Uh, I mean, the main purpose of Bigger on the Inside is to highlight certain disabilities, which mm-hmm. are not always seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in many cases, and talking to uh, some of the people who are going to be involved, uh, they themselves weren't aware that they had a certain condition and that they could actually get some help. They All they knew was that they were a bit different or people treated them differently. Uh, so, uh, as well as the usual physical uh, disabilities, which everybody can see, uh, we do focus more on uh, well-being issues. And the uh, thing that's come out as well is a lot of loneliness, which actually brings on other well-being issues.
0: Yeah, we've seen, we've seen a couple of stories recently of you know actors uh, suffering from aphasia, or you know Chris Hemsworth. Recently, he's found out he's got um, a link um, to Alzheimer's, so he's making the most of life now. I mean, we're looking at things yes. that you you wouldn't necessarily look at someone and go, "Oh my God, he's got aphasia," because you co- you won't be able to tell if somebody's got aphasia or not until you see them struggle with with lines. Um, so it's good to yes,
2: it it is it is very strange because um, things like a dementia or Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. uh, the first signs of it are not always obvious. Yes, uh, and very often. Um, it's other people who notice a difference and you will know particularly in the entertainment industry uh, the phrase that oh he's a real character or she's a bit eccentric mm. Uh, mm. and and of course what it turns out is it's early onset uh, dementia uh, which is uh, very sad it's entertaining for those in a way of observing because they see the predicaments that people get themselves in and find it very funny but they're totally unaware that inside that person is actually highly stressed and i know myself i've got to the age now that you know the classic joke you walk into a room and can't remember why you why you've gone there well (laughs) that's becoming more and more prevalent and uh recently (laughs) uh it's Tony, Tony and i very often stop off at a costa is that advertising will that get you told off uh but to, to balance that i will mention starbucks
0: and um or your and, local independent coffee shops folks
2: yeah I'd, personally i'd get rid of the big chains and have independent coffee shops but that's a completely different conversation uh so um But on this particular occasion, we were heading for a costa to find that the costa was closed, so we went to a Starbucks. But I couldn't remember the term Starbucks. It wouldn't come to me at all. And I was saying, look, look, let's just go. And in the end, I just said, the not costa.
0: I said, did you?
2: Yeah, so (laughs) now Tony and I refer to Starbucks as not costa. And so I don't know. I, to be honest, uh, a couple of years ago I was a little concerned, uh, and but I I passed whatever tests quite well. I got good scores,
4: and they
2: they at the time used the excuse that I'm a very busy person, and so maybe I should unbusy myself,
0: which of course. we were just talking about this before can't... we hit record. It's nice to yeah. it's nice to be available, but once you suddenly yes. become super available, and then you know, yeah, I've um, I've, uh, I've witnessed that myself. It's it's definitely the time of time for people to feel jolly, and people want to tell people how jolly they are, and it comes yeah. to the biscuit guy naturally. You know, I'm kind of yes. like, okay. Let's uh, do this, and this, uh, and, and this, this, and this, and this,
1: and this. I think as well. Sorry, I think as well in this kind of entertainment industry, you're so terrified of not having work that you kind of have to stop yourself from taking everything. Like, i a few weeks before I left college, well, the months leading up to it, people were kind of like, do you want to come help on this project help on this one and i was just saying yes to everything because i'm like i'm in demand this is cool uh, And then i left college and i looked at about eight projects i'd agreed to produce and i was like this isn't happening <laughs> um, yes. and thankfully everyone was very understanding when about half of them i went back to and said i think you need to find someone else um because it's just terrifying yeah. the idea that you could have yeah. all of this and you and you know two months later there might be nothing and so you've just got to have that balance of saying yes to everything, but also, I mean, the the other
2: challenge is the other challenge is you do accept various projects, uh, that sort of pot, you know, the, along the calendar. Don't you think that's great. But then suddenly each one of those projects is delayed for a reason or has to be brought forward for a reason uh, or uh, the script has to be rewritten, the locations have to change, whatever it is. And then suddenly they all want you in the same week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's when you that's when you can get a reputation of being a bit divish when you're saying, you know, uh, oh yeah, and, I mean, uh, like, there's, a, to, there's only seven days in the week, <laughs> and you're uh, all saying you want me for three or four days, <laughs> and there's four projects. Help,
0: <laughs> Gareth. Yesterday was like, I want I to. Can we have a, organize a phone call? And I was like, yeah. I don't have five minutes to. We had like four things <laughs> yes. to do yesterday, and I was like, here, I was there, I was every. Some of it was biscuit stuff. Some of it were, uh, uh, you know, uh, some of it was personal stuff, and some of it was podcasty away yeah. from the biscuit but yeah it's just mental sometimes but it's so, also
1: important to realize that rest is productive too exactly, and that you
2: need to schedule exactly. rest because yes, you can the, so
1: easily be like no nah, i'm not doing anything that day i'll pop this on yeah. i'll pop this on and suddenly and also
2: you've yeah. got to remember that life gets in the way yeah. you know something yeah. else happens uh, uh, and you've got to deal with it and that can it's, it's about things.
0: staying balanced isn't it and yes. and Amy do do you like to uh, do you have hobbies that you do as like alongside your college work as well as like things like Henry house that you've picked up other things that you like to do to relax away from work
3: um i normally do some colouring or um i normally just read a book really yeah or i normally just make something up really that's that's yeah. what i normally do really. Good.
0: You've got to remember that sometimes um it's 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 kind to be selfish when it comes to um relaxation and finding th- distractions away from the uh the, the 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 challenges of life. Um uh we've got a couple of comments coming. Uh Karen uh, Campbell says, I'm sorry I'm late to the party. Well welcome. You're welcome to the party. Tomorrow i let you out. Um Uh, Abby says uh, uh, Kathy Chilton don't worry Gareth is just as bad as I miss his assistant and he doesn't tell me much yes Uh, it's it's like like you get nothing from Gareth and then everything all at once like today it's amazing I love him Um, (laughs) Kathy also says brilliant Simon my world entirely forgetting the 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 simplest thing sometimes it's like you can remember like we're talking like a movie and an A-list star and it's the most obvious thing and it just goes at your head and it drives you insane doesn't it um Absolute, yeah. absolutely <laughs> it is
2: uh i, I mean I, 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 another problem i have is remembering people's names who i've worked with some time ago yeah now in the uh, theater land when you're working with people and it may be for three or four months on a tour uh, you do get into the habit of referring to each other as your character's name and uh, and then you oh. realize you can't remember the actor's real name yeah. I <laughs> so wonder how many be-
0: times Johnny Depp got called Jack on the set yes. of Pirates uh, <laughs> of <to> the Caribbean. <laughs> well, uh, what's his name? Richard Attenborough.
2: He heard this uh, reputation of sort of going, oh, darling, how are you? And oh, yes, lovely. It's because he just couldn't remember people's names. Yeah, and uh, which I now you know is, you know you relate to some it. actors. Yeah. Some actors could get offended that he, he couldn't remember that name, but I understand it. I understand it.
0: Uh, Steve is in the chat. He says, "Steve Williams." He says, "What's your favorite book to read, AJ, or what? What are you reading currently?" Uh, question goes to everybody. Um. Hmm. I, well, I, well, I read. Ooh. No, go on, go on. You've got it. Yeah,
3: I. I read a variety of books actually twisted
0: tale Harry Potter uh, wow
3: the villains series
0: but yeah yeah um I can't find it at the moment but I am reading a book <laughs> written by Simon Bell um he's a local Shrewsbury author and it's uh, it's a book about Auschwitz which uh, obviously is not very jolly to talk about on a podcast but I'm doing research so I can get him on as a guest and he's a very very eloquent writer so um guess I'm I'm reading that at the moment um but I'm learning I'm learning Luke, do you like to read?
1: I, uh, yeah, occasionally. So I, I often end up having about two or three books on the go that I bounce between, one of which I can't um, reveal because it relates to a top-secret rocking horse project, um, but you'll find out soon enough. But the one I'm reading at the moment um, is This Is Going to Hurt, which was recently the BBC series um, about the, the Diaries of a Junior Doctor written by Adam Kay. That's quite a difficult read at times, but also very funny. But of course, since Simon probably won't uh, look, look, push Simon's book that's out. <laughs> all three of them. Uh, <laughs> My Dalek has a puncture, and and its sequels um, I have read several times. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. wonderful. Simon, are you reading anything at
2: the moment? Well, actually, yes. A sort of belated thing. I've, I've got this. It's just by me. It's Sandy to Sandy Togswick's almanac, and really, it's a book sort of promoting uh talented women throughout history uh because uh, you know sandy takes the view that uh, quite a few uh, mm. historical characters are ignored uh, There's one that comes to mind is an alice bell uh, she was born in 1880 something uh she was from hawaii she was a native hawaiian and she became the first female to get a chemistry degree in hawaii at the hawaii university and she ultimately became its professor at a very young age uh and uh, she um she's the creator of the cure for um leprosy wonderful uh, but wonderful. Uh, but in her time her senior Ooh. took the credit because he was male
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, yeah. So, and a yeah. lot of that throughout his history.
0: Celebrate yeah, your right. women, people. Celebrate your women. Actually,
2: they deserve you know, it.
0: As well. they, Fight the power. They, it, it
2: Fight is, the power, yes, I mean, because, yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, things are very weird, aren't they? Because there is the saying that behind every great politician is a strong woman. And that came about in the Victorian era, that phrase. Mm. Uh, but, of course, that doesn't apply. But, you know,
0: um, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, just got- I just find it bizarre. Yeah. Everybody, get in the comments with what books you're reading at the moment. I think it's always interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, Karen says, uh, "Secret pro- uh, Luke Allen, Secret Project." Huh? Mm. And <laughs> Abby says, "I'm reading a story on a site called Webtoon. The story is called Law Olympus. Very good story on uh, Persephone and Hades." Okay, that's cool. I like that. That's really good. Um, Kathy says, AJ, don't miss Dot and dancing duo with Anna in street dance. You were incredible. You like to dance? Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I do contemporary and street dance. Um, I can also do this thing with a chair, really, but um, yeah, it requires swinging it and jumping off it, really.
0: Wow. I struggle sitting on a chair.
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh,
0: getting off a chair. Oh, you know, so amazing that you can incorporate a chair. into a a dance routine. Uh, Steve says, um, I'm glad you're enjoying reading Harry Potter. Uh, Well, I hope your favorite character is the Friar in Hufflepuff because he's on the podcast right now, Mr. Simon (laughs) fisher Yeah. Um, uh, Gareth says, uh, wasn't she just, I was talking to Anna about her and AJ's time together in Dot and she had only good things to say. Wonderful, yes. Um, and Poppy, uh, Poppy Summers um, Haywood says hi, everyone. Um, she says nice to see Amy in the box. Um, and Luke Collins in the chat. Luke, <laughs> where yes. he's on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he says so uh, all all being well uh you'll find out in the new year about this secret the secret project okay right we the the, the comments are coming in, but we need to move we have got so much to talk about uh rocking horse is working on an awful lot um you may okay so let's let's do this in order <laughs> because i've got a huge list to talk about um first of all we need to mention uh jody breakwell one of henry house's background artists recently performed in the as the main role of Fiona in the Shrek um, Shrek the Musical at Theatre um, which we did promote in the last show, um, it was a massive success. Apparently, uh, Gareth went to see the show and was rewarded uh, Jody with a bigger role in Henry House because of it. Here's some <laughs> pictures of Jody here um, with the the poster, and there she is. She looks fantastic. Well done, well done, Jody. Looks that looks amazing. Um, Orla as well. Um, she's the star of Henry house and she's been very busy. Um, she has, uh, she'll finally return to the podcast next month. She's going to come back on, but we'll catch up with her, see what she's been up to properly, but she's also been busy taking part in, uh, in the scare theater for the first time with Doncaster fear factory. Um, but as you'd expect from the face of rocking horse, uh being new to it um uh, it didn't stop her from pick uh, from the team from picking up an award for the best maze and there's the the poster from that well done well done all um always putting 100 into everything um you can also support um dean raymond our very own dean raymond alid there who is <laughs> um you can support him he's at the uh, Jack and the Beanstalk at the pantomime at, at Liverpool's Hope Street Theatre this Christmas. So there's a poster there, um, and uh, you can support him with that. Also, you may have seen pictures of Gareth and Dean as well in Wrexham. They've been walking around. Um, Ah oh, this is fantastic. So there's Gareth there. He sent me that he, he sent me that picture to show on the show. So if you're seeing that picture and Gareth's going why did I send that in? That's because he sent it. Um there's Dean as well. Um and there they are in, in the Wrexham shirts. And there you go. That's the landlord there of the turf. If you guys have been watching uh, Welcome to Wrexham, which by the way won a critics choice award. For uh, best sports documentary, so well done to the guys for that. Oh,
1: it's fantastic! Um, I know Diddley Scott about football, and I was hooked. Like it's great. It's, it's, it's yeah.
0: I'm a huge Rob McElhenney. Anybody that takes an idea with next to nothing, no budget, and turns it into something as groundbreaking as "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," mm. uh, you know, a staple of TV. Anybody that can do that, I'm a big, huge fan of. So I'm more excited about Rob McElhenney than the Ryan Reynolds, because Ryan Reynolds, everybody's excited about him, isn't it? Everybody loves him. But Rob McElhenney is an amazing industrious... And Rob's uh, name keeps getting, like, missed off in all of these
1: conversations. So, yeah, I definitely agree. It's, it's always done his great.
0: Well, um, they've been busy in the fact that uh, the turf, uh, that the now world-famous pub alongside the stadium, is now going to be uh, part of the set for Henry House. There's going to be scenes filmed there. Um, and um, it's a, it's a very exciting prospect. Um, where were we, Wrexham? On the last show, did I, I've got. I'm reading this. I, this is like a script. Like <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, and so now we can officially announce that scenes of Henry House will be film, filmed in the iconic local pub, uh, which is ingrained in the culture of Wrexham Football Club, um, and also featured in the show. Welcome to Wrexham was the band's the declan swans um they say i have got a youtube link but i'm not playing it, gareth because we will get booted on facebook i know we will so um check out the declan swans look for them on youtube um because they have a new music video coming out which is going to be produced by rocking horse media um so they've been getting out in wrexham meeting new people and looking for new opportunities and they have found them so congratulations to to gareth and the team um I'm really looking forward to seeing what what comes from this. Um, I grew up in Wrexham. Do you, did you know? I actually grew up there, and so seeing uh, <laughs> seeing all these all the film crews and stuff in Wrexham, is just a bit weird for me seeing places where I grew up and walked to school. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a bit odd, you know. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, that's that's what's going on in, in Wrexham. Um, but uh, you know, there are a few people on the set that are from famous projects. Like, I don't know, um, Dr. Who. Here we have, um, three people that have been Dr. Who. Um, but we also have, uh, we've got a teaser that we, uh, we're going to be bringing someone else in, um, for, from Dr. Who into, do you know about this, Simon? Do you guys all keep, do you, like, do you guys all kind of know each other and see each other on, on the, on the, on the comic-con trails and stuff? I'm not in a position to say <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, one of my next projects i'm playing a politician so that's will be my answer
0: <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
2: as you know this is a you know well, a collective responsibility and a, it's not for me to say you have to wait until it's announced in the house <laughs> <laughs> yes. well we on this the next m- what i uh, can show. what i can say it's it's not william hartnall <laughs> it's not Patrick Troughton.
0: Mm. And alas, it's not John Pertzwee either. Uh, and We, we asked uh, David Tennant for a comment and he said no comment. So I'm just saying, like it, it could be anybody. It <laughs> <laughs> could be. But say it, like-
1: it's very, very exciting. And um, yes. yeah, it uh, the, the may or may not be related to the, the book that I'm reading that I can't reveal. Um, but uh, you'll all have to find out uh, fairly soon. Um. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm kind of struggling at the moment because I've been doing a bit of work with Alex Westwood, who you guys all know, um, and he keeps trying to get me to, I'm, I'm sorry, Simon, I'm sorry to everybody that loves Doctor, I I've, I've can't get, I've never been able to get into it, I've, I love my Star Trek, I love Star Wars, I'm a big nerd, I'm a big geek, I love the world of sci-fi, <laughs> but I've never been able to get into Doctor Who and I keep trying i just can't do it i don't know what it is
1: Put on any episode of doctor who and the likelihood is you'll go that's that bloke from henry house because there's one of them in... and <laughs> <laughs> we're stealing yeah, yeah, yeah. One by exactly. one. um soon so uh, yeah yes it's, uh...
0: um right okay so we before we go into the next bit i've got to play the trailer for penny for your thoughts we're going to play this now to enjoy um and no, i'll tell you what we'll save that for the Ooh. end because that makes no sense about it. now what i'm going to do uh, assignment is i'm going to play bigger on the inside the, the trailer that you've got and then we're going to talk about that if that's okay so here is uh the video i got sent for bigger on the inside enjoy
2: as an actor i've often been accused of not living in the real world as a fact person i've been criticized for being lazy non-productive and a burden on the nhs
0: or where they would
2: as a person with mobility issues I've witnessed the bigotry and discrimination thrown towards those requiring consideration in the workplace. That sort of thing shouldn't happen, particularly if you're trying to get a toilet very very quickly. Most of these comments come from people who are simply repeating a mantra with no thought process at all, and from those who are hypnotized by a soundbite. To these people, can I remind you of certain idioms? Never judge a book by its cover and don't criticise someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Please accept my invitation. Ah, first floor, this is what we need. Follow my path into the real world. Meet my friends, colleagues and others with disability and discover their world and the challenges they endure every day. (laughs) (laughs) The nurses are wonderful. They come in and blame the others someone else blame. They've never got someone else they so blame. Right. But none of them that are to blame. They just need the right money and the right to control. In doing so, I hope you will appreciate those with a disability are not moaning minis, have a lot to offer the community, and far from being the little people, they are bigger on the inside.
0: Well done. That's really nice. It's very thought-provoking. And Simon, what inspired you to to, to make something like this? I mean, obviously... Um, I've always wanted to make some sort of documentary.
2: And how Big on the Inside came about, I'm a little uncertain. Uh, I I don't know whether it was Gareth that suggested that I would get involved with a... uh, uh, the documentary or not? I I cannot. Can you remind me, Luke?
1: I I he was slowly stealing everyone on the set of Reduced to Clear, I think. Yes, uh, he was just going up <laughs> to people and and pitching projects to them. But I think you were in brief communications with him before then.
4: Yes, uh, it he was. was kind of uh, I, I, yeah,
1: I think first. I
2: think in fairness yeah. to Gareth, he approached me about doing the documentary, at uh, which I said I've always wanted to do some sort of documentary and to highlight things because. Uh, uh, it is frustrating uh, for people with a disability uh, yeah, sure, that sure. the mindset has changed. I have to say, I mean, 30 years ago, it, uh, people's attitude to people is uh, was far worse than what it is today. Uh, and, um, uh, <laughs> you know, as somebody who wasn't disabled and has become Immobile, shall we say, uh, the the main frustration is not being taken seriously. Assuming that uh, you can't do a job that you're applying for, uh, or saying things will be too complicated.
0: Yeah, uh, it, where it, do uh, these problems come from, though? Is it from the high up staff? I think oh. it it, it um, ignorance.
2: Yeah it is yeah. in my opinion um there's a lot of uh, <laughs> what, what's the phrase um uh, for example the equalities act uh, came in and uh and that, that did make a marked uh improvement in things and one of the things is um accessibility for people particularly those in wheelchairs uh, yeah. and it is amusing although frustrating at the same time that in practice it's just a, a lip serve i suppose for example there are many a time i've gone uh, to a hotel and they say yes we provide uh, accessible rooms for the disabled and yes the bathrooms have got because uh, i think the rule is uh, at least five grab bars then when you go into the bathroom, you find that the grab bars are on the completely opposite side of the wall of where the shower is or the bath is, So, but we've got the five grab bars. <laughs> but well, I'm not seven
0: and a half feet tall. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> and okay. my, my arms aren't ten feet long. Uh, likewise, you have the, you have the, the mm. dips in pavement so people can cross the road easily. You get the dip to take you across the road, in the other side – the dip to get back on the pavement on the other side is actually 200 yards down the road
0: so it's i'll just not absolute... i'll just become a car then shall i i'll just yeah, become yeah.
2: a car <laughs> and so uh, so they said well, what other th- what other things um that to uh, do with me uh, I, on a personal basis i do find uh having to pull a door open mm. is quite difficult when you're in a wheelchair or on a scooter I imagine yeah. i mean i've developed a uh, developed a style to do it um what i will say is a lot of people a lot of people are very friendly and very helpful sometimes uh sometimes they can get a little smothering with the help rather but than smothering. Like, so but like i'm if, not going to complain about it. i'd rather be smothered than have no
0: help at all i feel but like if easy, they put you in yeah. that position though they put you in that position where you're struggling with the door the damage is already done yes
2: yeah. you, you know it should be just it's, accessible it's just it's just a bit it's just a bit of a forethought thought really and i always find there's all sorts of excuses at hotels you find sometimes the disabled rooms are um at the far end of the building miles and miles and miles along co- a whole maze of corridors uh, they
0: they'll have their reason for doing it Sarah um, says accessibility is much more than just providing a ramp into a building. Okay. Um, Karen says bravo. You know, yeah. um. uh, it, it, and there's all all sorts of things. The number of hotels or
2: public buildings that they do have the ramp outside so you can get into the building, but then to go to the reception you have to walk up five steps. You know, it's a oh. it, 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 uh, it's only five. It, it's fine. It's only five times. steps. It's but, fine. But there we go. Uh, and okay, occasionally,
0: you do get people going. <sighs> but it doesn't yeah. help. We. Um, I, 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 it's, it's sometimes it's things that people just don't think about. I mean, I uh, with the Shrewsbury biscuit, we spoke to Signal, um, a hard of hearing charity, um, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, during the, just after the pandemic. It's kind of just coming out of it when people can just sit in coffee shops and they have to be surrounded by perspex <laughs> plastic everywhere. Um, <laughs> and I, we were talking about. Face masks and lip readers. You know, I like sometimes uh, somebody's hard of hearing will go into a store and not understand what, anything what's going on because they can't lip read. Um, you know, it's something that's just complete complete oversight, you know, on, on, on these things. Um, Abby says, um, very frustrating for people with hidden disabilities as well. I have mm. um, to send evidence to prove I have dyslexia and Erlen when uh, I need extra help. Um yeah, and I definitely... Gareth... I'm sorry. sorry, that's right. I was gonna say Gareth says uh and you can always tell when someone who's not disabled has come up with the the ex- accessibility plans. And Kathy says here, here to Sarah Mahoney, who says accessibility is much more than just providing the ramp earlier. Um so yeah. What was you saying, yes. Luke? Sorry. Uh
1: I was saying in, in response to, to Abby's thing, I've definitely kind of felt that that's so I, I have dyspraxia. Um I don't actually talk about it that much, but uh it means that um the the communication between my uh brain and the rest of my body is a little bit um hindered a little bit different Affects coordination and things like that and i remember in when i was in secondary school there was about a year or so of constantly being thought of as lazy and not participating within pe before i spoke to them and it turned out the record never been passed over that i had dyspraxia and they just thought i weren't i wasn't trying um and that that sort of thing is just rough, and I think it's hidden disabilities are still kind of treated as not proper disabilities, and that you're kind of making a fuss about nothing and I think the uh, I think we're moving slowly to a more accessible thing, but yeah there's nowhere near enough things in place absolutely
2: i wish to I just wish to say that um i'm very lucky i've had a lot of work with the b b c and they're they're actually in the main. Um, uh, uh, very understanding they can be borderline smothering with sorting things out <laughs> uh, it has been suggested at times that if there is a disabled person uh, particularly if they're in a wheelchair uh, um, that they have to have a carer with them and i did i did have an issue when because uh tony my husband is my carer too and they, uh, and on one production, they wouldn't accept him as my because he's not uh, professionally qualified as a carer. But uh, my argument was, well, he cares for me all the time, twenty-four. He lives with me. Yeah. Is so anybody me more qualified? That, <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. so in many ways,
2: in many ways, he, he, he's in a better position than somebody who's actually qualified. Yeah, exactly. So I yeah. think what does go out of the window is common sense sometimes. Mm uh there was a production uh not not a bbc production i was on uh and suddenly during the read-through uh somebody came up to me with a clipboard and halitosis uh to tell me that there was a problem with my insurance and that would i pay for the insurance which of course is appalling thing to say um so so i said I will, i'll discuss it with my agent but i'm telling you if i do pay it and you don't call upon the insurance company because of me um then uh i will want double the premium back right she went away and i heard nothing <laughs>
1: yeah
2: <laughs> but they yeah. Tr- they try it on but it is actually quite that sort of situation is quite insulting really.
0: Um, well, wow. as a like will
2: concede, um, you know, acting and performing uh, it, it is more of a challenge than some people would consider.
0: Yeah, yeah I feel so. like acting in general, I, I, I went to auditions, uh, I, was, I was on the panel for auditions a while ago, and these young women were like quickly glancing at scripts. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Okay, got it bam and they were in the scene and i was like how did you do i I don't understand how people can remember scripts how how good are you remembering scripts amy can you remember lines and things
3: yeah i still remember my evil queen lines to be honest
0: way amazing fantastic i haven't got that memory process i can i'm all right with names and faces and stuff but like it gets a bit fuzzy after a bit um well, well, speaking of Amy, I want to speak to to Amy. Oh, by the way, uh, Simon, when can we expect the documentary? Is there an ETA for for release, or when are you guys going to be filming it? Well, you need to talk to you need to talk to Luke about that, Mister um, Allen.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's been in the works for just over a year. I took over a few months ago when Gareth finally realised that maybe uh, making a feature length TV pilot and a documentary is is a bit too much um and and phoned me up and went, Luke, you've been <laughs> you've been working on it, do you wanna take over? Uh so um we're I think it's fair to say Simon we're nearly done filming wise. We've got, only got a few bits left to do. We did a we we met up and we'd prepared a whiteboard of everything mm. we've got, how it all fits in. Um and we only had a little bit uh, a couple more bits to left to film, but as we've all discussed availabilities and things we've got to get around that. then we've got to edit it so I'd say at the earliest um maybe six months from now it it could be out at the latest, who knows um but it's it's closer to to done than it is to starting.
0: Well uh the, anybody who's anybody's watching the show now we will bring it to you when it when it's out and ready to be to be shown to the world. We'll bring Simon back on and Luke and Gareth as well and we'll we'll show you guys um, where people can find it and sort of like I would like to talk about the feedback and any nice comments you've had about it and anybody that might jump on board trying to help you raise awareness. I think that's important. And of course the, the partnership
1: thing. with with Rock and Horse and Darwin has come in. Derwin, so yeah, of course. We started the documentary so yeah. we need to find a way of featuring that because the, the work that Darwin do is absolutely incredible um absolutely. And, and really needs to be featured
0: all right um uh, so we, we're running short on time but i want to give amy her dues because she's an award winner uh and, and a fantastic person and i want to i want to show you guys uh, a video um that we have i'm going to try and share the screen i'm terrible at sharing the screen uh, but this is a video that i want you guys to pay attention to It's a couple minutes long but it'll explain uh how amazing amy is so here we go take a look at this please. Oh yeah, I've got to press play, haven't I?
3: (laughs) Hi, I'm Amy, and I studied performing arts at Dewin College. i got a learning disability. On my left eye, it doesn't work. I also have autism. Amy is an inspirational young lady with a hormone deficiency. She's a force to be reckoned with. I just love performing arts. It's a part of who I am. She has embraced every opportunity within performing arts. We tell stories to kids. One story that I, that we did was Little Red Riding Hood. I wanted to try and make it a little bit funny, but, you know, just keep to the classic fairy tale, really. Amy's shown the capability and skills and talent to be able to take on leading roles. They wanted me to write something about disabilities and I wrote a bit of a piece and they said, Amy, we love it. We want you to stick it in the summer show. And I'm like, what? She has also represented the college on the Student Union Board, being president two years running. I feel like I wanted to give something back because do and let me in here and it's like a second home. She did the opening speech at a conference in front of hundreds of people, um, all about further education and the impact of that and how it's changed her life. I write speeches because I think it's important and empowering for, you know, people like me to speak up during a time here. We spent some time working with a local TV and theatre company. They are currently working on a film. Amy was spotted. They told me about the role and I was like... Amy is part of Henry House. It is based on a care home. My character is called Lana. They have actually written that role for her. Judging by the script, really, her and me are probably the same. Um, We both got big ears and we'll both, well, speak up for ourselves, really, I suppose.
0: Wonderful. I had to mute myself then because it was coming from my laptop. I didn't want it to echo, but wonderful stuff, um, Amy. Uh, let's get rid of that. Oh, gosh. Got Harry Mack's playing now. Shout out to Harry Mack. Uh, <laughs> you can guess what I was listening to before I came in. Uh, you're an award winner. Um, how important is performing arts to you, Amy?
3: It's very important. When I was a little girl, I had a variety of costumes. I had a vampire costume. Disney princess costumes. I had a witch costume. They even dressed me up on Halloween as a witch, and my hair it was all like, like a wicked witch's hair, like a mad scientist.
0: Wonderful, really. wonderful. Uh, and you know, when you when you're playing a, a particular part, um, is it nice being able to 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 play different characters that do different things? Sometimes you can be a baddie. Sometimes you can do something fun. Sometimes you can do like a drama. Do you like switching up now and again with different roles?
3: Oh yeah, I think it's very. Um, I like the challenge really of different roles. Really, um, I've played a variety of roles really, from Belle from Beauty and the Beast to um, the Evil Queen to Alice in Wonderland and so on really.
0: Wow, two two different uh, hugely contrasting characters. One that's. Uh, all light and princessy and one that's really bad i love that that's fantastic um how um you know adding your own spin on things you mentioned in the video you like to to do things your own way and um, how how important is it to do, for you to do things in your own way even if it means like rewriting things and and changing things up a little bit
3: um i like working together as a team but sometimes you've got to but sometimes you've got to do stuff your own way as well um no
0: offense to anyone who's watching really no it's important to have someone that will say speak out and and be like no this needs to be this way because it makes a little bit more sense if this is me as a character i would do it a certain way this dialogue doesn't roll off the tongue maybe i should say it this way instead you know sometimes you need those people in the industry to be able to make sure things feel natural and that they they roll in, in a certain way um and you know, uh, it's. Uh, I've, I was chatting to your mom before we came on the show, and she mentioned that you you won your gold in the Duke of Edinburgh Award, which I never. I got as far as bronze, and I was like, "That's enough for me. I got a bronze. It's fine." You got a golden Duke of Edinburgh Award, but you are also uh, you are the student of the year across the whole country. What does that mean yeah. to you?
3: Um, it means I can inspire people with a disability like me who can follow their dreams, really, and it's very important, no matter what dream it is. We all have a dream, no matter who we are, who we love, what religion, and what our disability is, really.
0: I think it's fantastic. Um, And, um, you know, it seems like it's very natural for you to become a leader, uh, to someone to inspire um, and maybe that's why you're one student of the year it feels like there's a there's a lot of young students out there that look up to you is that important to you
3: it's very important to have a role model really um, oh lovely th- there are there are these role models today but some of them don't have certain disabilities i mean like there needs to be a role model for each disability really and well i want to give the people with my disability that really and not just mine, but
0: all the others as well, really, it, if they can. Amy, I've been interviewing lots and lots of people this month. Um, I've been very busy with the Shoes Biscuit and amongst other things. That's probably one of the most inspiring things I've heard in a very, very mm-hmm. long time. From the bottom of my heart, that is really, really wonderful to hear. Thank you for being you, seriously. Um, what's it What's it been like working with Rocking Horse? Obviously, we spoke earlier about how it was. I felt getting that roll through from the... Um, from the workshop, but how does it feel working with these people? Do you feel like you fit in? Do you feel like the nice people? I mean, how is it for you, really?
3: They are, they, they are, they bonkers at times, but like, I like <laughs> it. Like I've stepped into a madhouse, which it's supposed to be. Henry House is meant to be a madhouse.
0: <laughs> so you feel very much at home in Rocking yeah. Horse with amongst, yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and do you have anything in common car- You say you say that uh, you and Lana, ha- your character, have you basically the same. What do you guys have in common? When you saw the part, did you like, oh, that's me, that's me, that's me? What is it that you guys have in common?
3: Well, we're both earwiggers wiggers, for one. Um, <laughs> I feel like she's an earwigger wigger, but I also feel like um, I also feel like she's like a spy in her own world, really. Judging by the character, I feel like she's got more emotions than I have, really. That she's more um, angrier, more upset, more, you know, evolved than most characters really can be, really.
0: That's nice. It means that you'll be able to play the role... Oh, I pressed the wrong button. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, guys. This happens while again. Um, It means that you can... (laughs) it means that you can play the role naturally because it feels natural because it is you uh, just a bit amplified, I guess.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry to cut you off there, Amy. That was so right. unfortunate. Hi, Simon. You got some? Yes. Um, I'm going to have to go soon. Yes, we're, co- we're, we're rounding up now. Um, yeah. I'm very sorry we have ran over. We're meant to be a 45-minute yeah. show. We've just been chatting, haven't we? Um, <laughs> we'll quickly get into the comments. Um I won't do them all. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, um, because we've got to get out of here. But uh, Steve Williams says fantastic stuff, AJ. Um, and, uh, Kate Harris says, wowzers, Amy amazing work. Um, and uh, Abby says she did the princess trust and it was the best experience I had. Anybody that does that. Fantastic. Go and make sure you do that. um, Uh, Kathy says, "Well, well said, Amy. Honestly, that was really inspirational. You saying that you standing up for people just like you is very, very important." And Gareth says, "You are an inspiration, Amy. You really are." And uh, Gareth says, "Al, remember that little message we have for Amy from a certain someone? Um, Yes, uh, let's have a look here. I don't think I don't know. Um, Uh, This is uh, sorry." It's, I'm getting it now. I'm getting it now. I'm uploading that. Up. <laughs> there was uh, quite a bit to uh, to set up with the studio, so I'm very sorry that. But we do have a message for you. Um, let's have a look. Have we got it ready? I'm pretty sure we have. Here we go. Here's a message for you uh, from a very certain someone. Let's have a look at this.
4: When I first met Amy, um, I was completely blown away. Her confidence shone throughout the room. What she was doing, how she was acting, and not just during scene work, but in every day. The way she approached things, the way she spoke to people, just overall, an amazing person. She's always smiling, she's always got a joke to tell, and she's really dedicated to her work and she believes that she can make a difference for people like her, and if anything, That's what drew us to her. Me and Gareth, as soon as we saw her, we spoke and we said, we can't let her leave this workshop today without offering her a part. A part we had been thinking about for a while and kind of creating, but we didn't really have a solid factor and a characteristic, and Amy just brought that to life. So I cannot wait to see how she works with us later down the line in developing
0: her character, Lana. There we go. Uh, thank you so much for, for that. Uh, where's the right thing? Uh, mm, there we go. Sorry. It's one of those days today. Thank you so much for that all. A really nice message. And I think she means that, um, you know, you're welcome to the, welcome to the crew, Amy. Um, you've made an impact. And the fact that you are as inspirational as you are, just means that we can, we can all work together in, in raising that awareness in a most natural way. Right. We've got to start rounding up now, guys. Thank you so, so much. Has anybody got any messages before we leave? Anybody got anything to add? No. Not that Good. was not that wouldn't go into another hour long. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> Your wonderful comments have kept this show going, so thank you so much um, uh, for everybody that's commented. Please give this a share for anybody that might want to watch this later. Uh, I, I got a thing to plug before we get out of here: the Shoes with Biscuit podcast, which is uh, where, where my podcast, which is in partnership with Rock North. Um, <laughs> This uh, the shoes biscuit podcast is going for a metamorphosis. There's a new logo, got a brand new state of the art website coming out. Thanks to the guys at Web Orchard. Um, if you need a website making, they will make the perfect website for you. Uh, they showed me the new website they're going to make for me at a meeting last week, and I nearly cried. Um, because <laughs> it's beautiful, it really is. So, if you need a website, make sure you check out the Web Orchard. We have to get out of here, folks. It's, we've run way over. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys in a few weeks time with lots more updates. Um, Thank you for my guests. Thank you for the listeners. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace out, everyone.